Hi, friends, and welcome back to Faith Field Woman. This is your host, Kristen. Today, we are going to talk about what does it look like to be faithful to what God's calling us to? What does it look like to take action, to take that first step? And what does it look like to step out in faith as our seasons change and as God calls us into different opportunities? My guest today shares so much about these ideas and her own journey through stepping into new opportunities, through going through the loss of her husband, stepping into new careers, and also writing books about her journey. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith-Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what He has for us? I'm Kristen. I'm an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have a lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God and design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited, and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God and your family, this is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen. And let's be encouraged. Hi, today on the podcast, I would like to welcome Christine Andrew. She is a certified nutrition consultant who focuses on functional medicine, and she's also the owner of the Center for Holistic Health, Nutrition, and the Vacaville Thermography Center. I am so excited to have this conversation with her today because she's going to share her faith. She's going to share stuff that she's walked through in her life, and she is going to share, even from a biblical perspective, how food isn't what it used to be and how we can improve our health. So I cannot wait to share this information and insight with you. Welcome, Christine. Thank you so much, Kristen, for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time. So could you start off with just telling us a little bit about your journey, you know, what's been going on in your life, and then what life looks like now, and we're going to have a conversation around all those things. Well, uh, so I became a Christian at 26 years old, and uh my life completely changed, and uh, I was single at the time. All I wanted was to be married and have children. Didn't think about a career, but it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. So I thought, oh, I better get to work and <laughs> start working. Um, and so I taught school, uh, ended up started at a Christian school, and then uh, and Again, God, I have seen God orchestrate my life and, again, acts of faith. Um, so how I got that first teaching uh, position at, was at a Christian school and loved it. And I was encouraged, well, go back to school and get your teaching credential. Okay. <laughs> so I did. And um, then I ended up teaching at a at a brand new school uh, in in my town, and never imagined I would be there. Um, and so I ended up teaching for in in public school for twenty five years. But about twenty years into teaching, I felt so strongly a call from the Lord to change careers. And uh, so I, by faith, 
went back to school, cut back on teaching, got a job share partner so I could go to school and study and still teach. And I felt, again, the call that this is what I was going to be doing is nutrition consulting. And, but I didn't know how it was going to start. And the way that it started is not how I envisioned at all. That is a very long story, but it was, it was only God um, that my job share partner quit on me and the school district told me, well, you either have to go full time or, um, or you have to resign. And I said, oh, I guess that's my sign. I'm resigning. And, and I retired from teaching. And the very next Monday, my business shot like a rocket. It was shocking. just shocking. So I knew, oh, yep, that was the right thing to do. And so, um, so I, uh, opened my business and, uh, that was, uh, life changing. And, um, I, I, and in between all that, I did get married, but not until 39. And I was hoping I'd be married at 29 <laughs> and children and but that didn't happen. Um, so married at 39 and had this business and then um, I wrote a book. And how did that come to be? People, my clients would ask me questions. Well, well, what do you think? What, what do you think about coffee? Well, well what, what do you think about sugar? Well, what's, what's so bad about sugar? Well, is it okay to eat pork? Well, what about processed foods? What about sodas? Uh, what do you think about um, pig and seafood and milk and coffee? Uh, uh, and, and our emotions. And I, I began to write articles for the local magazine in my town about these different topics. And as I was putting that together one day, I thought, oh, I could put all of these into one book. And so when people ask me these questions, well, what do you think about this? Well, how do we, how do we get toxic? Well, let me count the ways. Um, <laughs> it's all in one book now. And so people want to know well, how, do, how we get toxic. Oh, read my book. Well, well, what do you think about coffee? Oh, read my book. Um, so, but it, but it's all based on scripture. And, and I loved researching the information for that book because it got me into the word of God. What does God say? And, and and where did it all begin? And how did it get so dysfunctional? Okay, I need to go to other sources too to find that out. So it was really fun researching and putting it in a biblical perspective. And 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 it was again all by by faith. I'm going to write this book by faith, yeah, because it costs money, obviously, to write books. And so. Uh, so I did, and then finding a publisher. 
how do I how do I publish? That was all that it's my life. I feel like that's a God thing. Oh yeah, that's a God thing. Yeah. How did I get a publisher? That was absolutely a God thing. Um, and uh, so that was published and and um, then widowed at sixty six and um, I didn't know what to do. I had no idea when I when when after he died. My the first thing out of my mouth was, what do I do now? I had no idea what to do. And and it was my sister who said, well, just start making a list. Okay. So I started making a list of, of things that I needed to do. Uh, you know, who to call, what do I need to do now? And so I just started making a list. And at the same time, I I was receiving text messages and cards with scriptures of encouragement. And I had the foresight, and again, I think that's a God thing, write it down, jot all these things down and keep them in one place so that when I have a a weepy time or another crying spell, I can go back to those scriptures and reread them for encouragement, which is what I did over and over. And it helped to have everything all in one place rather than, oh, who wrote that card? Where was that card? I, I, I had it all in one place. And, and then one thing after another started coming into my life that I would call blessings. Uh, it's still, it was God, but it just one blessing after another that um, God was pointing out to me. And, um, you know, and, and, and as simple as, okay, the fact that he died just like that from a heart attack, it wasn't five years of dementia or cancer. It was very quick. Just little things like that. That was a blessing that um or that it was the middle of covid 2021 and it was a mass and um or the covid shots and i was able to see my husband every day a lot a lot of people couldn't see their loved ones during that period of time and i was able to see him every single day in the icu so uh, just little things like that, um, one thing after another came up that were just like sprinkles of blessings over and over and over. And again, I wrote them all out. As they happened, I wrote them out. So I put those uh, in my book, not uh, for boasting at all, but uh, like I said in my book, do we, do I deserve any of those blessings? No, none of us deserve it. But that's how good our God is. That's how faithful he is. Mm-hmm. And I, in my book, I want to encourage women, look for those blessings because they'll happen without you even thinking about it. 
and as to remind us that he is still faithful. He is still here. He still walks by us um, and, and is there to lift us up. And um, yeah, I also uh, learned a lot through this. I grew a lot. I learned a lot. I mean, did, was I tempted to say why? Why did this happen to me? Why does it happen to any woman? Um, that there are lessons uh, that we learn, and so so many lessons that I learned reading other books, um, and strengthening my faith that it's not about this life; it's about eternity, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, just the scriptures to teach us to number our days that when we gain a heart of wisdom, oh yes, did I become more wise through this? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Just with uh, reading books that others had given to me, that's a God thing. Yeah. That I that they, they my friends thought of that particular book because I I didn't even there is such a thing as widow brain. I didn't even think to go on the internet and get a book. <laughs> that didn't even occur to me. And um, so I had friends that gave me a couple books. And so I, I wrote all these things that spoke to me. And that's how I came up with my book. I'm a new widow. What do I do now? And it's to encourage for, for me to go back to, to see how God has worked in my life. Yeah. Um, but to encourage other women. Uh, who have lost their spouse um, that that to to look for the blessings to look for the lessons because we will learn something from that even if it's one thing we will learn and grow in our faith uh, through circumstances like this so um, but when I was younger uh, I as a Christian, I did see the Lord open doors. Um, and each time it was another increasing uh, my my faith. I mean even my first, first my the first public school teaching job, I, two weeks before school started, and I still had no job. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought, well, I'm just going to call that principle. And again, that was a step of faith. I'm just going to call her and talk to her. And that opened the door. And uh, she said, oh, by the way, we have a temporary uh, substitute position. Do you want it? Well, yes. <laughs> and it went from a temporary position to a a full-time permanent teaching mm-hmm. job. And it was only the hand of God that did that because mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to be there uh, after January. I, that job was supposed to end, but, but by God's blessing and my faithfulness uh, to him, he opened the door miraculously, miraculously to keep me there. And <laughs> so, so much good 
stuff. So let me, first of all, um, gosh, I mean, you have so many things, like you said, to share about stepping out in faith and even through hardship and loss, excuse me, that you were able to have the perspective, right? The perspective to look for God, even in the midst of those things. And what uh, encouragement for the rest of us, right? That because sometimes we can, you know, get stuck looking down, if you will, or look, looking at our moment, you know, circumstance, and we forget to look up. And Mm -hmm. I love things Mm -hmm. that this it says, one of the quotes I saw recently says, um, focus on me, not the storm, you know, and, you know, about God. And another one that I had seen it from, it's called, the person's called She Journeys With Him. But it's, it, they, this is what she said. When David faced Goliath, he didn't talk about how dangerous Goliath was. He talked about how great God is. Don't talk fear, talk faith. And while you're mm-hmm. not talking about fear, it comes down to the same things, whether it's fear or worry or, you know, um, sadness is we can feel those things, but, but it shouldn't be the focus, right? I mean, we're going to walk through those things. And so I love that you've shared so much and that you've also now written a book to encourage other women and also to remind us, uh, you know, with your last book, you know, for sure. But what can you tell us about how are you able to, sh- to continue in your life to step out in faith? Because for a lot of people, right, a lot of us at some point, we think, oh, well, I'm just not sure. I think God's calling me here, but I'm not sure, right? And so we might wait or we might hesitate or we might not do it. And I think often it's very, it can be subtle, right? Sometimes the door might fly wide open, but other times it might only be cracked. So what would you share with us about what have you learned about how do we know, or when I say no, have that feeling and how do we uh, notice it? And then do we, how do we then have that courage to step out? That's a great question. Number one is we got to pray. We got to keep praying and also seeking counsel from others uh I, I remember one time i early in my christian walk i had asked my pastor at that time how do you know and he said something so simple oh, besides praying you put one foot in front of the other you put your foot think of your faith your life of faith as you're walking on stepping stones Mm-hmm. And, I, and I picture my flagstones on the side of my uh, house, mm-hmm. putting one foot on in front of you know, on the other stone, and then one foot on the other stone, and another stone. That's kind of like our life. And so we pray first, and then we seek counsel from others because that's what the Word of God says is to, in the counsel of many there's wisdom, and then you then you then you have to put that foot forward and that that stone will either hold you up or or it will not that door will either open or it will not yeah. and if, and if and if if it does if we do fall god is right there to pick us back up and put us on the next stone right i i remember one of the most dramatic events that happened is I was, I had, I was in an office space sharing with two other people and they 
they left to go to other office buildings and, and was left, I was left there alone. And I knew that I could not pay. The rent was going to increase in two weeks. And I could not afford that building all by myself. It was too big, number one. Right. And I couldn't afford it by myself. And I was starting a, 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 a program, a group program for health program uh, for, for women. And uh, it's two weeks away. And two weeks, this rent was going to go up. And I, I had no idea what to do. And I sat on that floor in the middle of that office space and cried out to the Lord. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. And Lord, you know this. I just prayed to the Lord. And in walks a gal who wants to register for my class. I'm here to register for my class. And I had to tell her, well, I don't know where the class is going to be because I don't have an office space. I have to be out of here in two weeks and I have no place to go. And she said, oh, there's an empty office space where I work. My goodness. <laughs> oh, I just got chills. Um, yeah. And she said, here's the phone number. Go check them out. And I call the landlord and I meet him. And it's in an office on a street. I passed by that office, I don't know how many times uh-huh. in a week. I never saw that sign for, for rent. Never. And I drove by it so many times. Oh, my goodness. And a double blessing even. <laughs> I, I walked in and had this interview. And and the guy looked at me and and talked and said, so what makes you think you can afford this place <laughs> I just started laughing I said uh, God <laughs> and every month I could pay that rent mm-hmm. and the the doors just com- continued to open yeah that was I stepped on a stepping stone mm-hmm. and that and God held me up held me up for another seven years. And I was bursting at the seams of that building. And he opened another door for a bigger building, bigger space. And it, it was all the hand of God. Again, someone wow. came to me. Yeah. You know, and so what I love is, uh, I think, or one of the things, I love that. I love everything about what you just shared. But what I also want to point out is we're to be faithful to get to the first stone. But often we don't know what it looks like across the whole river, right? We're only going to see that first stone, maybe the second one. Maybe we even have a big vision, but we don't know how we're going to make that happen, right? Because it's not going to be through us or, you know, we'll be part of it. And so I think it's important to remember, you're we're only trying to show up and be faithful for that first step. And then we'll know when, or we'll start to feel when to take the next step. But I think a lot of us want the safety of knowing the whole plan but that's not really how it works with God, right? He waits for faithful for us for Him to show us part of it, and then be faithful again, step out again, and then be and then show us again. That that is true. You 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 have to make that first step, and and that that will then guide you to the next step. Um, I I had to take the phone number. I had to still make that phone call, and then go to that interview. Yes. 
and then and uh, still in my faith had to trust that this was this was the right place mm-hmm. and it was confirmed i was given um, the, the 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 space to rent so there's confirmation yeah. and with each each time we step out there will be confirmation yeah well, it, with my new book i'm a new widow okay so i wrote it and i needed a new i need a new publisher i didn't want to use the same publisher that i used before and and how did i how did that which stone did i step on for that yeah. oh i i just happened to be scrolling through facebook one day and was scrolling through my groups that i follow i just happened to want to check those out and i fell on a group post that i had completely forgotten that i had joined mm-hmm. and it was christian writers it was the group for christian authors yeah <laughs> and so i looked at a post and uh just out of curiosity and a new author was sharing some thoughts and i thought oh and so i responded to her about my book that i'm writing and i need a publisher the publisher um the the admin for that group uh-huh. is a publisher and she has her own publishing company she reached out to me mm-hmm. and we met uh on a zoom and her last name just happens to be blessing <laughs> <laughs> that's lovely so yeah. Again, I, I, how did that happen? God just directed that. Right. And then I stepped out and, um, and, and, and there was follow through. So uh, I think that's important. Yeah. No, I think what's important is, like you said, besides praying and being faithful, it does take us acting. And, you know, there's so many stories about, you know, trying to illustrate this point. I know there's the one about the boat where the one person in the boat with people or whatever, and he's waiting for God to show him a sign or something, but it's like, you know, there's holes in the boat and it's starting to sink. But the idea is basically like either a boat or there there was a life preserver, but he kept waiting for some bigger, more obvious sign, but it's like, we actually have to pay attention to what's going on around us and then do something, you know, we're, we're not to just sit there and twiddle our thumbs, we are actually to move in the world. I know in one of Mark Batterson's books, he talks about, uh, I forget who who the story was about, but it's somebody that was praying. They really needed a computer either for their home or their nonprofit. And, but just praying about it is great. But it's like when he mentioned it to a friend, he's like, oh, I have an extra computer too. We're getting rid of like, so there was already the blessing. But sometimes if we don't speak it or do it, we're going to miss the blessing because we do have to move in our lives, in our own lives. Yes. And, and he will, he will never fail us. Yeah. And and if we fail, if we don't listen um, and, and, and pray and get counsel um, and we fall, Christ is still there and he's going to lift us up and move us to that next that next step and uh, so that has happened 
That has happened in my life. And uh, so, but we still, uh, I think each time that, whether it's we, we, we have fallen off the path or we have landed on the right step, our faith grows. In both instances, our faith will grow mm-hmm. uh, and, and encourage us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and perspective, too. Okay, great. I'm so glad that I didn't do that. Right. Because yeah, that has happened. Uh, thank you, Lord, for sparing me. Right. Um, so tell so, me, what, what other, I know that you have some, I think, additional tips that you wanted to share just to encourage people, especially women in their faith. So whether that's, you know, all of us or maybe people that are going through a season of loss. So I just wanted to see what other things did you want to share with us to encourage us in our faith? To, to stay one, to stay in the word of God, because that's, that does, that guides us. Um, To have strong, close friendships uh, with women who we can trust, and go to uh, who will uh, not only pray with us, but also give us wisdom, give us counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was a self-pity party, not having any children. And well, what am I going to do when I get old? And I, I don't have children. And I was talking to this very wise woman who was 94, had her own business, was still working at 94. Oh, well, she decided to retire at 94. And when I was telling her that, she turned to me and, and looked at me and she says, I have two children and 10 grandchildren and they don't come to see me. And that, that hit me hard. Mm-hmm. And she said, you make sure that you have very close girlfriends because those girlfriends will be with you and they will, they will tell you the truth. They will be truthful for you, um, to you and they will pray for you. And so that's what you need to, that's what you need to, uh, focus on. And she was so right. Um, now without a husband, who do I have? Who came? Who who was there for me besides my family? Yeah, my girlfriends. Yeah, and actually, they say the biggest indicator of longevity is actually deep connections with a few other people. It doesn't yes. matter; they don't have to be related to them at all. And often, it's usually friendships. Actually, so that's actually something very important. We were made for connection. We yes. were made for, like you said, the counsel, but also the encouragement, encouraging each other. You know in mm-hmm. life, in our faith. And so it, it is actually very important. And I actually notice a lot of people, men and women, but women, they don't make, they don't always make the time in different seasons in their lives for their friendships. They don't make a lot of time for it because they think I'm too busy with whatever it is, work, their profession. It could be children. It could be marriage, right? But they think, oh, I'm putting my effort in this. And they don't, I notice they don't put effort there very much. You know, and of course, I always try to encourage them to do that. I I definitely make friendships a priority, and I think it's very important for us to do that, especially for the long run. You know, for the for our whole lives, because, like you said, a 
one person in our life is not guaranteed to be there, whether that's a spouse, you know, for forever or a friend, right? So having more than one person that we care about that's, you know, close to us and that we can trust and rely on. Yeah. yeah. And that has, I've now lived that and yeah. how, how important that is. And, and one of you has to make, or both, the effort to spend the time together. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So any other things that you want to uh, share with us before we start moving towards finding out a little bit more about where your books are, we can get oh. books next to that. No. Okay. All right. So uh, last question I will ask you, and then you can share with us about your website and things. What is one thing um, as you, I guess you said you're about a year and a half from um, becoming a widow, but what's one, maybe what's one tip that you found has really helped you, especially maybe at this point of being able to still find, you know, joy in life and still um, take yourself out of that comfort zone, right? Of being in this new place where you have a loss and you're widowed now. That, that's a very good question. Uh, It took, uh, everyone grieves differently and for different lengths of time. Um, One of the things that I wrote in my book uh, about healthy tips is um, to recognize that God chose to keep me here. Mm. He didn't take us both, but he chose me, the widow, to stay here, to move forward and live out his plan. Mm. And so to thank him for that, because he's doing a work in me, in us, in us widows, through that experience. And so to praise him for that. Um, and um, even though triggers and letdowns can happen, they're going to happen. And to not be shocked by that, um, but to continue, like some of the tips, read other books, uh, laugh, watch funny movies uh, to keep that joy Um you know, do something fun. Um, and uh, even do like a little, a little mem- a memorial for, the, for your spouse. I mean, it says in um, Samuel 7.12 how Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen and called his name Ebenezer. There's that hymn with the word Ebenezer. Well, what is Ebenezer? It's thus far the Lord has helped us. So I I encourage women to build an Ebenezer, to remember the good things that God brought to us to help us through this time. And so I ask other 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 widows, well, what's your Ebenezer? Well, mine is this little little memorial, not an idol. Um, that I set up. Um, and so 
It's to remind me, my even my book, it's an Ebenezer. The, thus far, the Lord has helped me. Mm-hmm. The Lord has helped me. All the people all in, in my church that that brought me food, that brought me plants, that sent me cards. Yeah. That's a manifestation of God helping us. Mm-hmm. And so I kept it, all those cards yeah. uh, to remind me how God has helped me through that, mm-hmm. through others yeah. that, that, that came to me. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the most important lessons that I, that I, that I learned is, is seeing that the body of Christ coming through at times yeah. like that. Absolutely. And that's why it's so important to have that community in a church. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing those those tips and those ideas. I think that's uh, really good. Um, you know, we can all take something from that for sure. So, Christine, tell me, how can people find out more about your books and, you know, connect with you if they're interested in that? Sure. Uh, my website, uh, it's it individualized wellness.net and the books are on that website that's my business website and so they can uh get the books there they they the link is through amazon so it is on amazon um and barnesandnoble.com but but they can click on that link um on, on 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 my store okay um and they'll find it there they, they, that's the best place to, to, uh, if they're in the Solano County in California region, they can come to my office and get signed copies of my book. <laughs> okay, great. What? I said, so, oh, great. Yes. Well, that's wonderful. Well, Christine, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story with us for everything from, you know, how God has worked in your life and, you know, taking you down these many different um, career paths and how you continue to help people and how you've walked through um, the loss of your spouse. And yet you're still showing up to inspire other women in their lives that you're so right that God has us still on this earth, breathing today for a purpose still, right? It's, he still wants to use us here. And so I really Mm -hmm. appreciate you coming on and sharing your journey and a little bit about your books with us and just truly about your faith. So thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much again, Kristen, for having me. I I really enjoyed it. I appreciate that you asked me here. Absolutely. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Healed Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.